0: That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised.
1: I'm Shane Rammer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. If it's your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. You've been listening for a long time. Thank you for the support. Thank you for coming back. Uh, We've got a great episode for you today. We have my good friend and sponsor, Buddy C here. I'm excited to have him back on the show. Uh, we're gonna talk some recovery. We're also gonna talk about his new book, Powerless But Not Helpless, a meditation book of 81 verses from the Dade Ching that can help you live an alcohol-free life and find freedom from any addictive behavior. His buddy once told me we're a bundle of addictions. <laughs> You can find more information or reach out to Buddy at www.buddyc.org. We're going to get to him in just a minute. First, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can follow us on Instagram at thatsoberguypodcast. Uh, you can also join us on Locals. I'd love to see you in there. We have a solid men's group that continues to grow uh, the Sober Guy Locals platform. It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. You can check it out. See what you think. It'll help you stay accountable, uh, have some fun in the process. I think we just cleared over 400 members in the community and it continues to grow. We're getting new people in there each day. So I'd love to have you join right now. You can download the Locals app or you can go to that Sober Guy And uh, all those links are in the show notes today. And then uh, one more quick thing before we get to Buddy um, Static and I host a meeting called Spiritual Armor every Monday. Uh, on the clubhouse platform that's at 9 a.m pacific time and uh if you haven't uh, uh or, or if you're not familiar with the clubhouse app it's pretty dang cool i'm still fairly new to it in the last couple of months since we started this meeting but it's a great audio platform there's no video involved and there's all kinds of different meetings going on on there all different types of platforms uh, but if you're looking for one specific you can look up sobriety clubhouse and uh, our meeting 9 a.m pacific time on monday is called spiritual armor we have some great topics and some great guests in there, uh, so be sure to check that out. And if you're looking for meetings, we have a list of them. I'm continuing to add to them. Uh, in fact, the one that Buddy started, Fourth Dimensioners, is the top meeting on there, I believe, when you log on uh, at thatsoberguy.com slash meeting. So if you need a good online meeting, um, we have quite a few of them in there, and we'll continue to add them as uh, as we get a request for them uh, or people send me new meetings. So... Uh, check that out too. And once again, everything from today will be in the show notes. All right, buddy C, it's good to have you back on the show. I don't know when it was last time you were on, but I know it's been a while. And uh, dude, you just like published a book. What the heck, man? How you doing?
0: (laughs) Doing well, my friend. How about yourself?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Living life, living life, Uh, alcohol free. It's good. You know, I switched up staying sober. Some sobriety,
0: alcohol-free and uh, and a little sobriety, right?
1: That's right. Working on the sober-mindedness, you know, alcohol-free indefinitely, though. That's good.
0: Yeah, I I appreciate you. I enjoy our conversations. We have some of the best just organic phone conversations that that I've ever had, quite honestly. I always get something out of uh, when we chat. You know, we chat every week, and I know you're going to call. We may not talk in between at all. Most weeks we don't. Yeah, and then I know that you're going to call me shortly after nine on Thursday morning Eastern, and I don't have to call and check on you. <laughs> and, uh, we we yeah. just chat, and we almost always have a uh, just just a conversation beyond both of us. Yeah, really. Yep. It's it's just incredible sometimes the things that come out in those conversations.
1: Well, it's it's funny too. Like this morning. Um, when, when we talked, it always, it always seems almost every time, probably not every time, but damn near close to every time we start with something very organically. And we just, you know, we just start talking. And by the end of the conversation, it always comes back around to the point that we started with somehow, (laughs) which is always cool.
0: You know, it does. Uh, I think that's God doing for us. Yeah. Yeah. God doing for us. Uh, but I appreciate you having me on to talk about this book. That yeah, I just feel so benefit, I just feel so fortunate as to have written it. When and we're going to talk about some of the verses, uh, I started studying the Dao De Ching several years ago. That's T A uh, O T E C H I N G. So, but it's pronounced Dao De Ching.
1: So it's not um, D-O-W-D-A-Y, because that's how a white guy like no, me would spell or it. Or Tao
0: Te Ching.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tao Te Ching, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's Tao Te yeah. Ching, Dao as De Ching. Best as I can pronounce that with my slightly yeah. southern accent, right? <laughs> uh, it's the second most published manuscript in the world behind the Bible. Mm. The Bible is the only book that's been published more. Uh, we we just don't study the Dao Te Ching here. It's the equivalent. It'd be the equivalent to in China the Bible, in in yeah. regards of knowledge and uh, familiarity, like we are here. You know, everyone yeah. knows what a Bible is in the U.S. I would think, uh, and the same with there with the Dao De Jing. It's been translated in lots of different languages. A twenty five hundred year old um, uh, book of eighty one verses, and. The way I stumbled on the Tao De Ching was in recovery. I, I knew I was looking for something more than uh, just what I had learned in Christianity growing up. It just wasn't entirely fitting for my recovery. I I knew there was a little more there than yeah uh, what what I had uh, what I had learned and what what I had uh, had seen. So I started reading about Buddhism and all other types of religious beliefs around the world. And I stumbled on um, Taoism and Taoist philosophy mostly uh, from a painting called The Vinegar Tasters. And there was a metaphorical meeting between, and it's a, it's a painting, and it shows Buddha and Lao Tzu, who is, um, uh, contributed to writing the Tao Te Ching. Uh, and Confucius, and they were doing, uh, they were tasting vinegar, which was a common thing at that time, because they used vinegar for uh, a lot of different purposes. And then they responded by uh, in regards to their religious beliefs and philosophies. Uh, Confucius tasted the vinegar and he spit it out and said, you know, why would anybody taste such a thing? You know, it's just vile. Uh, and and is a lot like uh, the book of Proverbs you could think of. Mm. You know, like these good practices to do. And if you do these things, you know, your life will turn out okay. Uh, Buddha tasted the vinegar. And uh, he said that we uh, suffered because of our attachments in life.
1: Yeah.
0: And Lao Tzu tasted the vinegar and he smiled. He said, yes, it's vinegar. It's how it's supposed to taste. What's, what's everyone upset <laughs> about? You know, and I said, ah, oh, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So let me look into Taoism a little more. Huh. So that's why uh, I started looking into Taoist thought, and I started I started studying the Tao Te Ching, started a study group uh, discussing one of the verses a week uh, in the SRC when I used to run a group for Omar Pinto in the SRC, and we started studying uh, the Tao Te Ching then, and it was so. Uh, I mean, God just showed up in every meeting. I yeah. mean, every meeting there was something really, uh, it was just incredible the things that we were starting to see, and just resonating with us all of the uh, text. Uh, so I just started studying that more and more. And after a couple of years of, you know, we do a podcast called The Tao of Our Understanding, which is a weekly podcast that studies the Tao De Ching and other Taoist related texts. We've been doing that for a couple of years. Uh, I sat down during the pandemic and I thought, hmm, I wonder if I can go through the Tao Te Ching and take each verse and just write what it means to me in my recovery. So that's what I did. Hmm. And I started with the first one and it came out so well, I thought, hmm, and this is not a translation. It's just an interpretation yeah. from my experience. And so I kept going and it took me 11 days and I went through all 81 verses and just wrote what my interpretation was of each of those verses, what they meant to me. Um, and it took some liberty with the, with the verses. Yeah. And I came up with what I thought was pretty good. And I ran it by a couple of people and uh, they thought it was good. And so then I started the process of publishing. So I've now published. Um, you can get more, more information on that at buddyc.org with some sample uh, verses yeah. Uh, and if someone can't afford the text Shane or buy the book it's 12.99 paperback and then there's a, a digital version and then the audible should be out the next few days uh they can uh, contact me at the website and I'll send them a PDF for free
1: oh awesome man awesome man okay. it's a
0: gift it was a gift yeah. to me and as we read some of these verses you'll see what I'm talking about it's just I was telling someone the other day if uh, if I I just feel so fortunate Uh, And sometimes I read this, I thought, I think, did I really pin this? Is this really something that I wrote? Because it sounds too profound (laughs) for me to have written it, right? But it's just a gift like everything else. And the Tao is just a path. It's just, and I hope this book bridges the gap that a lot of us have coming in recovery from a traditional belief in a higher power between that and believing nothing. Yeah. And that's really the gap that I'm... Uh, I hope to help.
1: Yeah. Let's say, you know, I, I just thought of something when you said that it it would be great if we were all, if we all took the mindset of acting as a bridge instead of acting as um, the know-it-all or the, you yes. need to do it my way, my way is the only way, you know, and I, I do think that's why. I do try to carry that on the show on this platform. I do think that's why uh, people enjoy it because it's not like I have lots of different people on lots of different viewpoints, try to see everyone's opinion, thoughts, experience, all that stuff. But like the fact of us being a bridge and helping people get to where they're supposed to be on their own journey is much more important than me shoving down my beliefs on them and telling them that's the only way to do it. If they don't do it that way, it's wrong. You know, so. Well, you know, it's,
0: it's not about our beliefs at all. And we learned yeah. this, Shane. I mean, you talk about this a lot. It's not about our beliefs. It's about our experience.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: It's about how it worked for me. And that's the one thing I learned in recovery that I never learned before. I thought I was to work the formula, then I would get the result, right? I worked the same formula someone else does. And there's a formula out there that I was missing for recovery was what I thought mm-hmm. until I realized recovery was not about what I believe it was about me stopping the self-effort. Yeah. It was about me surrendering. Uh, that's what was unique about recovery. It wasn't about what I believe. Like if I were to go to church or some, some other, uh, the first thing they do is they tell you what we believe. Yeah. And this is what we believe. And this is what, you know, if you want to be part of us, these, these are the things we expect you to believe. and, you know, recovery hasn't been that way. It's the opposite. Uh, I share my experience. You share your experience, how it worked for you. And then it's up to the individual person uh, to, if that resonates with them, uh, then they can do what you did if, and maybe get the same results, but it's not about you teaching anyone uh, yeah. how they should do this. It's just about sharing what happened with you.
1: Yeah. You know the best thing I love about, because uh, you know, when we share our own experience, what we're talking about, you can't tell me I'm wrong, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nobody wants to be wrong, not anyways. Right or wrong, <laughs> yeah. man. It's just my experience, and that—that that was one thing we were talking about this morning about, uh, about how like I only know what I've been told. Now the only thing I know to be a hundred percent true is the things I've experienced. You know, of course, there's some dude blowing leaves around right now. I, that always seems to happen. It's great. But um, uh, yeah, I, I only know what has been told to me. So it's up to me, um, you know, and then, and then let's say I'm passing that down. I'm telling somebody, well, you need to do it this way or that way, or you didn't do it like this. Like, well, I'm only going off what someone told me. Now I'm telling somebody else to do something that somebody told me. Who's to say that's the right way or right thing for that person versus sharing my experience. Man. Man. It's my experience, you know. Take it or leave See, it. The
0: God of our understandings in our experience. Yeah, it's not in what we believe. That's where that that's where our higher power resides is in our experience. So when I share my experience with you, I'm sharing God with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what's important. That's what's in, and that's what changes lives.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is how it happened for us.
1: Well, it's relationship too. It's connection. It's not. I'm superior and more intelligent or more versed or more whatever. It's that connection to relate and share experience. It's love. I think lo- it's there it love. is. Yes, definitely love, which it, man, I'm not trying to sit up here either and say like, Oh, I'm, just, I lo- dude, I get pissed off at people. There's times I don't like people. <laughs> There's times that I'm like, dude, what the hell? I, I really struggle with acceptance and a lot of, a lot of things sometimes, man, that's a working work in progress, but I think
0: we all do my friend. That's, that's part of the human condition. Yeah. Actually, that is what, uh, separates us. I think from the rest of nature is the fact that we can live outside of the moment most of the time. And that's where our problems are because we live in our fears and our fear takes us out of the moment, you know, either into yesterday with our regrets or into tomorrow with our worry. Yeah. And I mean, uh, Brody doesn't, uh, get in yesterday or tomorrow too much. Does he, your dog,
1: <laughs> the dog? No, he don't care. No, <laughs> he don't. he's about the moment. He just wants to take a walk, and eat a, eat a treat, you know? Yeah, that's right. Right now. Yeah. Right now he wants me to pet, yeah. you know, you know what he wants? He wants me to love him. That's what he yep. wants. He wants me to pet him. And that dude doesn't know if I've had a bad day or a great day or whatever day. He doesn't know anything. All he wants to do is hang out. And be loved, and love back too. Pretty simple, man.
0: Pretty crazy. And if you did not uh, show him love yesterday, he doesn't remember it, and he's not mad at you today.
1: It's not personal.
0: No. No. See, so uh, that that's what separates us, and that's the negative side of our intelligence, I think. And that's what I think enlightenment and all these spirit, all the spiritual seekings are. Is yeah. to bring us into the moment and learn how to live in the moment, because that's where you know, you only love folks in the moment. You can't love yeah. people in yesterday or tomorrow. You only well, do that in the moment. And so, I hope this book helps to to bridge some of that. Uh, and yeah. So, so there's just um, a lot of things here I think that would be beneficial to m- maybe a lot of folks. We'll see.
1: What, one thing I like about it is that it you you kept it really simple with that with every um, every verse, and so you can. You could you could read a verse, which we're going to do here in just a couple minutes. We're we're going to go through some of them, Um, but you could read a verse, and you could read it in you know a minute, couple minutes, depending on how much time you want to take into it. And I think that you could come back to that on any any given day, and it could mean something different on that day too. But it's very easy to digest, I think, at first, right?
0: It is. And I'm taking these verses too and breaking them down into some uh, daily, a daily devotion that at buddyc.org that I'll have a sign up for that. We'll do a free daily devotion uh, taken out of the Taoist teachings that I've been learning over the years, because yeah. this speaks to me about a higher power more than anything that I've used in the past. So mm. It's really incredible what, what there is here and it's just so simple shane just so yeah. simple so what 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 do you think makes it like for someone
1: out there who's like well what's so simple about it that's actually what i kind of thought too like what how would you describe it being so simple in in coming from the fact that us as human beings especially as dudes okay i'll just speak for myself actually i complicate the shit out of things sometimes when i don't really need to so what would be like an example of it being simple
0: uh sayings like every step's on the path. <laughs> How much yeah. simpler can you get than that? Yeah, not not very much. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, we, we would say all is as it should be. Yeah. But the more, the simpler way to say that is every steps on the path. Yeah. So don't stress it. This steps on the path too.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're right. So 2,500
0: we years ago. They didn't have, they couldn't have very complicated examples. You know, they had to be pretty simple and most, or related to nature.
1: Yeah. I love that about it too.
0: Yeah. Uh, another one would be, uh, can you allow the mud to settle so that the right answer shows by itself? In other words, if you've got the water in the muddy water, can you allow, not touch it, just leave it alone. Yeah. And let it settle so that the right answer shows by itself or, you can't see your reflection in moving water. You have to let it be still. Yeah. Well, you know, things like that, that are just so simple that just resonate with me. Um,
1: and I, I I just had a vision as you were saying that about the mud yeah. of me in my boots and jeans up in the mud, just tearing it up, just going through it, just trying to find yeah. it. Let me find the answer. Why? Why? you know, muddying it all up. I've got mud all over me. I'm trying to find it. But what you're saying is it's a lot simpler than that. When we just sit back and be patient and understand that we're right where we're supposed to be. Right. Um,
0: Exactly. Like the, the sage, the wise person does their work, then lets it go. And in letting it go, makes it stay. Yeah. See the fact that we let it go and take off our expectations and just let go of what we're doing, that's yeah. what makes it stay.
1: Well, it's like an example of you giving the PDF away. Hey, you know, Hey, I'm going to give it away. Well, we understand there's that saying to, to keep it, we got to give it away. So we're trying to help. We're trying to be of service.
0: Um, just the simplicity, you know. just yeah. the simplicity. Yeah. You want to talk about a few of these?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Which one do you want to start with?
0: Oh, uh, how about 23.
1: All right, 23. Hold on. Let me bring it up on my end here. So I think the.
0: I picked out a few. I think most of these have to do with fear. Oh, thank you for sharing the fourth dimensioners meeting. We have several people. I uh, had a new fella, Kevin, a couple of nights ago that was on because he found um, the meeting through your podcast. Thank you. You've, uh, you've helped a lot of people by sharing that, uh, the meeting information. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I always recommend it. It's such a, it's such a great valuable, you know, meeting and resource. And, and once again, if anyone wants to check it out too, just go to that sober slash meetings. And there's a bunch of other me, I've tried to put one on there for each time during the day because everyone's schedule is different, but yeah. Fourth dimensioners is great, man. Glad to hear it.
0: Uh, Verse 23, living without fear. Give, be give, like nature. Do oh, I, there it is.
1: Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm trying to, fu- I couldn't no bring it up for a second. Let me get down to it. Verse 23. Where'd it go? 27. Okay. There it is. Got it. Okay. Go ahead.
0: Cool. Um, be like nature. Accept what is without fear. That's what nature does. Hmm. A gale does not last all morning. It is only wind. A cloud burst does not last all day. It is only rain. Accept the actions of others just as we accept the actions of nature. Practice the way in all your affairs. Then you can live without fear. Hmm. Do not fear success then you can thrive in success. Do not fear failure. Then you can thrive in failure. How is this possible? By helping someone else overcome their fear. Hmm. So instead of focusing on your fear, first of all, this too shall pass. You know, everything yeah. that's going on in our life will pass. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I have a tendency to want to overcomplicate everything and make everything a big issue when it's really not. It's going yeah. to pass, whatever it is. Yeah. And if I, instead of focusing on my own fear, what I need to do is just find someone else to help and help them with theirs.
1: Yeah, that was one of the first things that you shared with me back in the day was like, oh, you're yeah. struggling with, um, you know, someone in your family, you know, that's mm-hmm. not acting or doing the things you want them to do, try to go help someone else who might be struggling with the same thing. And you'll be amazed at how God meets your needs in that. And it works almost every
0: time. <laughs> one, one of my favorite uh, daily reflections, I think it's May 9th. It talks about uh, a person had a, I think it was a lady had a fear of elevators. Mm. And so she decided she was going to overcome her fear of elevators uh, when she, and she was in recovery And she said, I'm going to walk through my fear. So she walked into an elevator when it was, it was bothering her. And there was someone cowered in the corner in the elevator. She walked in that was afraid she went over and helped them Mm. and her fear no longer was important.
1: Yeah. She was taken out of her own head in active service to help somebody else.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, how about verse 50?
1: All right. Verse 50. Let me scroll down here. 50. Okay. Our love nature. Oh no, wait, that's 34. Where'd it go? I guess I got to use my little 52. Okay. Dying to live. Yeah. I wanted to get on. Yeah. Okay. Dying to live verse 50.
0: All who have drawn a breath abide in one of these categories about a third live cautious, uneventful lives. About a third are self-destructive, reckless, and overindulgent. Hmm. About a third start out living a full life, then annoyingly are overtaken by fear. A small fraction find a way of living that frees them from the fear of death. Hmm. How is this possible? They have already died. <laughs> I love that.
1: Uh, you don't expect it until you get to the end too. That's what I like. Cause I, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's good.
0: Isn't that what we learn even? And the thing I loved about this, Shane was I was raised a Christian, uh, and very strong Christian beliefs. And there's nothing here that contradicts my Christian beliefs at all. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. It just reinforces really, because I have found that, if it's really a true path to spirituality, it's gonna uh, it's gonna reinforce my belief in uh, in love and my belief in giving. it's gonna right. reinforce that and everything here does that.
1: So if we were to break down though, how is this possible? they have already died? Like how would you explain or how to and how I mean because everyone would interpret that maybe a little different. But what is right? the simple way to interpret it with the application of surrender, surrender,
0: surrender? They've already died to themselves. Hmm. Because we have to watch one of the paradoxes. We have to die to live. Yeah. Well,
1: because most of the time, too, like I know I'm my own worst enemy. I'm probably fight myself more than anyone fights me. So right. it's a big circle in my head of you know this and that and that's why i struggled with alcohol for so long i think too because that was a you know a, a big part of it of trying to cure and calm that reckless mind like when you, when you said about a third are self-destructive reckless and overindulgent that about sums it up for me i mean i might right. have a i might have a little bit of each one of those but the main piece of the pie is going to be that self-destructive one you know
0: exactly and you can take any of the versions of the Dao Te Ching and read this, the 50th verse and, and you can see where I came up with what I did for this interpretation. Mm-hmm. I use that as a guide. Yeah. Based so you on read the verse. If you're, if you're accustomed to reading the Dao Te Ching, you could read it and you, you'd see exactly where I came up with these things.
1: Hmm. But through meditation and your own experience, there's some different meaning or different application for you. Sure. And just how you wrote these down. And that's kind of the point of it. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. And they relate, they relate a lot to recovery to people in recovery too. Yeah.
0: Because this is describing a spiritual way of life. Yeah. And that's what we find in recovery is a spiritual way of life.
1: Yeah, I like this one a lot, dying to live.
0: Yeah, that's good. Now, 53 is kind of telling on me. This is kind of (laughs) (laughs)
1: 54. Okay, 53. You'll see
0: when we read it.
1: My one fear, 53.
0: Yes. If I had a fear, it would be straying from this way. This way would be the path. Mm. This way is broad and easy, but I prefer to take side roads and shortcuts. Mm. I prefer to talk about spiritual axioms while I conceal anger and resentment. Huh. I like to sound spiritual in meetings <laughs> and pretend I do not feel I am better than others. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. This behavior is far from the way and always leads me toward a drink. Mm,
1: damn. I'm so spiritual, but I'm very humble at the same
0: time. That's it. <laughs> Let me tell you how humble I am. You know?
1: <laughs> oh man, we're all guilty of it to some extent too, you know, even if we don't know it, you know, at some so point. I had to tell
0: all myself that one. I said, hmm, this one I need to tell all myself.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. I have to
0: watch it because I can, I can feel I'm better than every person in the room. That was my mode of operation before. Yeah. I was a guy that was successful in business that did uh, that always wanted to figure out ways that I was better than you. Yeah. That was always my, the way my ego showed itself. So I have to be, I have to be careful with that.
1: I like uh, I like to, the, the way is broad and easy, but I prefer to take side roads and shortcuts and like, I, and that part I have this vision of like, a lot of folks who listen to the show or friends or whatever know that I like backpacking, right? So, on a trail, let's say I'm at point A and I have a two mile hike into the next little spot or location, and it's a straight two miles, you know, and I know which way I'm going. My ass is going to try to like see how I can cut that down by going off the trail and go down, right? Which could lead to twisted an ankle. It could lead to getting lost. It could lead, I mean, who knows what it could lead to versus. The, uh, the the way the path is already easy like i already know which way i'm going i've been that way before let's just stay on it and put one foot in front of the other i'm gonna get there but it's like oh no i'm gonna do it like this or like i gotta be careful of that kind of stuff how about verse
0: 79
1: 79 all right let's see here 75 scrolling down love forgives verse 79.
0: If you wanted to find the resentment verse that Mm. that deals with resentments in the Tao Te Ching, it would be 79. Mm. When you reconcile a grudge, some resentment may linger. What can be done? The sage takes on the responsibility of mending. He seeks a way to give, a way to love, asking nothing in return. The one without virtue seeks a way to blame and deflect. or blame and deflect. Hmm. Heaven has no preference, but always sides with the one who forgives. Huh. So if I'm concealing a judgment or resentment against someone, I'm going to look for a way to blame yeah. or deflect criticism, all those things.
1: the sage takes on the responsibility of mending. What does that mean?
0: That means that, Oh, uh, it's like when we do our fourth step mm. and, um, and we, we've done our fourth step. We share it with our sponsor. Then, then we're looking or at our eighth and ninth step too. Uh, that's about, all of that is about mending relationships. So men's are about mending. It's not about yeah. punishing you for what you did. It's not about, you feeling bad for, you know, the things you did wrong. Yeah. It's about mending. Okay. All of that's about mending. So that's the same way. The sage looks for a way to mend the relationship to make it whole again.
1: Well, I, and I know for me and a lot of people I've talked to friends, even just people on the podcast, um, that's one of the biggest struggles is forgiveness and, and learning to forgive people, whether it was our fault or it was the other person's fault on stuff, you know, because or, or, it could kind of go both ways. Um, it's tough sometimes those resentments. And even though like you might feel like you're all the way. No, I've forgiven that. But, there, you know, there still can be like little pieces like inside that it's
0: not fully healed yet, you know. And you're it takes still time and we have to practice. It's a practice. Yeah. We practice, I practice forgiveness. So,
1: it's so, like, so how, so it like for application purposes for someone who's like, how do you practice forgiveness? Like
0: what's an example? The same tools that I use initially, I have to continue to use. For example, uh, let's say that uh, I use the tool of praying for uh, the person that I had the offense against. Yeah. I, I'm not going to pray one time for them and that offense be gone and never return. Sometimes I have to pray for them for days or weeks on end. Mm. Every time it pops up, I have to pray for them. I have to. And there's, uh, if you look at the practice in the, in the big book, uh, 551, 552 talking about resentments Uh that, that, uh, if we have a resentment against someone, pray for them, pray, uh, for them, what, uh, good things, the things that we would want do that every day for two weeks. And we'll see that, uh, we start feeling differently about them, even when it's empty words and we don't mean what we're saying, we do it anyway. Yeah. So it's uh, our change of attitude and our change of nature doesn't happen overnight. We have to work at it. That's so, the work.
1: Yeah. See, and I think that's, I think that's a good, um, a good point to even apply like someone I was working with this week who had reached out, who was like intoxicated when they called me, you know, mm-hmm. and it, the first thing was like, how, how do you do it? You know? And I, and I kind of said, well, like, it's not, uh, it's a, it's, it's a lifestyle and it takes work, you know, and it's not just like I spent, you know, 17 plus years, um, drinking about things and finding out ways to cut corners and stay intoxicated and cope and deal and, and with everything. I'm not just going to be able to cut that out overnight. And so I think the same application could be with forgiveness, right? Or resentments. Like you're saying you're showing up every day. It's not like, Oh, God, um, please lift this, um, resentment, you know, to my father, because, um, you know, I feel he wasn't there for me when I was, when I was a kid, boom. And then all of a sudden it's gone. It's like, nah, that's like some, that's like some hard, like effort and work and patience and persistence and, And that's really hard to do, to, to be honest for, for me and for a lot of people, you know,
0: and the effort is in surrendering mm. and doing for them. The effort's not in working harder and doing better, trying Uh, harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a try.
0: (laughs) I I can't work that hard. It's not possible. Flip over one page to 81.
1: All right. 81. Uh, Learning to love.
0: Yeah. Loving words are not always beautiful. Beautiful words are not always loving. Those who love do not need to debate. Mm. Those who need to debate have not yet learned how to love. You do not learn to love from a book. You learn to love by loving. The more you love, the more love manifests in your life. You start to experience all the things you only dreamed were possible. Yeah, that's cool. I like that one. A that's lot. exactly what we were just talking about. Yeah. We don't learn to love through the secret formula. We learn to love by loving.
1: Yeah. And I I like those who love do not need to debate because wouldn't debate be the way I look at it as being right. I want to yeah. debate you because I want to be Right. Exactly. It's a natural thing. Like, I don't beat myself up for it. Of course I want to be right. You know, I want to be right. I'm right. You're wrong. Exactly.
0: It's like, wait a minute. If, you, just, noticed, if you noticed, if you noticed, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If you notice too, the, the one that, uh, debates has not yet learned how to love. They're both on the same side. It's not one against the other. They just haven't learned how to love yet.
1: Yeah. They didn't say they were point. wrong. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's not about sides. It's not about right or wrong. It's if you've learned to love and you just haven't learned yet, that's all. Mm, No big deal. Yeah, no big deal.
1: You'll figure it out. Love it, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Shoot. I like that one a lot, though. You start to experience all the things you only dreamed were possible. Yeah. The more you love, the more love manifests in your life. You yeah, hey, get
0: more love in your life by loving.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you told told people too who I, um, just thought about this? When you've had sponsees or people you've worked with that have, have had issues with God or saying God or higher power, you say, well, what if you just replace the word God with love? Would that help? And haven't you seen that help some people?
0: Sure. Yeah. And I actually included that in the book. Mm. If you flip on to. Some of the appendices, like here's uh appendix D. Okay. Substituting love for God in the twelve steps. Oh yeah. Yep, I see it. Came to believe that love could restore us to sanity. Mm. Made yeah. a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of love as we understood love. Yeah. Or how about this one? How about six? we're entirely ready to have love remove all these defects of character. Man, that's
1: strong. Yeah. And if, if we believe, which I do, God is love, then that works, right? I mean, we don't need to get caught up in the semantics of it, I guess, or the, or the, no,
0: no. Yeah. Uh, I was asked the other day what I believe God was. And I just told them I quit trying to figure that out. (laughs) I used to know what God was. Yeah, <laughs> or thought I did. Yeah, I just answers. quit trying to figure those things out. That's funny. I just know, yeah, when I help folks, my life is better, and it's just that simple, you know.
1: Yeah, I that's and I've said I was talking about this with some guys over the weekend on the surf retreat I, I went on, which was amazing, and um, just you know, great conversations and getting to know, you know, different experiences. and, that came up like my three favorite words. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, exactly. I, I don't, I don't need to have all the answers. You know, I'll just, I don't know. I might go look and try to find the answer if I'm really like you felt led to do that afterwards, but I don't need to BS my way um through trying to figure something out. If I don't know, like, I don't know,
0: you know, it's, we don't have to really prove easy. our point, Shane. There's no yeah. point to prove. Yeah. There's no point to prove uh, we can let that stuff go. We don't. We don't have to do those things anymore. Yeah. Um. Let's see. One more. Did we talk about? You want to talk about seventy-one? Sick of being sick. I think that. Oh was yeah. One we
1: were yeah, I wanted to do that one. Yeah, we didn't do it yet. Verse seventy-one. Sick of being sick.
0: Yeah. Knowing we do not know mm. is the highest knowledge. Yes. <laughs> what you just mentioned. Yeah. Thinking we know is an illness. Now, listen to this. I love this. We unlearn by working through the pain of living life our way. Hmm. The sage meets no difficulty because he has surrendered fully to the difficulty. Becoming sick of being sick, the doorway of surrender becomes visible. This is one of the great secrets.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah. That's awesome.
0: We unlearn by working through the pain of living life our way.
1: So acceptance in that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of acceptance. It comes back to that. And what were the two this morning that we talked about? Remember, we you you said it, and we said that's kind of the back to
0: Uh, gratitude and acceptance. Yeah.
1: So if you have when you find gratitude, you can find acceptance. Yes. In this, that's how
0: that's been my experience.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because gratitude takes the takes the not only the responsibility or the blame, but also the credit off of me. Yeah. Because if I'm grateful for something, I'm not taking credit for it. Yeah. So,
1: if we say too in this part, the sage meets no difficulty because he has surrendered fully to the difficulty. We're talking about accepting things just the way they are, whether we like them or not, and not trying to change them, not praying to change them, not meditating to change them, not getting angry to change them, which um, is really difficult for a human being.
0: (laughs) Well, like the second step that says that we, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Yeah. We're surrendering to alcohol. And this is surrendering to whatever the difficulty is. Yeah. I am powerless over X, whatever it is. That's yeah giving me an issue.
1: Well, I think too, like if we can find some sort of, um, opportunity to learn during whatever we're going through, like, what can I learn through this versus man, this really freaking sucks. Like we can still say this really freaking sucks, but like, what am I learning through the process of this? You know? Um, how, how can I, you know, not repeat this? Or how can I sit in the next time of difficulty and try to understand it maybe a little better than I did the last time, you
0: know? And how can I just let go and quit mm. trying to control this and get rid of the fight? Yeah. Because if, if you're a, if you're uh study, the big book, practice AA uh, pages, 84, 85, really, lend themselves to understanding what Taoist philosophy would be we stop fighting anything and anyone even alcohol yeah that's the same practice that we come to this place of neutrality we're not fighting where it just comes it just happens for us same kind of ease that we can live in day in and day out and that's what this is talking about we stop even the bad things, we stop fighting. We learn to accept things as they are. And as we do, we can start seeing what our next move is, what to do next. And and it says here that as we stop fighting, that the doorway of surrender becomes visible. How we surrender becomes visible once we stop fighting. Hmm.
1: Yeah, that's good. I like that one. Sick yeah. of being sick. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Great job, dude. Thanks for coming on and going over some too.
0: That's a few. There's 81. And then yeah. I've, I've got some other things there, but uh, like I said, uh, more information at buddy I think it's a, man, yeah. it's a gift I wanted to share. Can I, can I read
1: one more that I just came across Sure. Read I'm as gonna, much as you want? I'm going to read this one. This is verse 76 surrender to win. Cause I know us dudes, we like winning sometimes. And we got to so, win, man. That's right. We got to win. I'm a winner. I don't want to lose says all things while alive are soft and pliable. Death brings rigidness and decay. The same can be said for spiritual principles. The forceful and unyielding are companions of death. Surrender and acceptance are disciples of life. That's crazy. An army that cannot change its strategy never wins a tree unable to bend will break. A person set in their ways will never be happy. The narrow-minded and defiant will fail. The tender, yielding, and compassionate will overcome. Man, I like that one a lot. I got to go back and read that a couple times, though, because there's there's a lot there, I think, that could be unpacked. Um, but, man... Surrender and acceptance are disciples of life. That's pretty cool.
0: There's a, there's a lot there. Yeah. Bottom line. I get in my way. My success is more in spite of me than because of me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, I get in my way much more than I help myself. Mm -hmm. And That's what I'm learning in recovery and just in life in general. Yeah. Life in general. So it's, such a great way to live and so much less stress and pressure.
1: Well, yeah. And that's what I think, like for the most part, people would like to be at ease with life and be, and obviously look like resources help. Sometimes us be at ease a little bit at the same time. um, that ease, I think comes from within in perspective and being able to see what's really important, you know? Um,
0: It does. You know, if we think money's going to make us happy, yeah. Uh, I know at times I was stressing over paying bills. Yeah. But then once I had money in the bank, I was stressing over keeping that money. So the 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 fear was still there, it just took on another form. Yeah. So as long as I had fear, it was going to stay there. Just me getting money did not yeah. do away with my fear.
1: Which proves it wasn't about the money, it's an internal no, thing. I mean, that's a great example.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: that's good. Good stuff, man. Thanks for coming on today. I know we're right up against it. Uh, where can folks reach out to you? Any last words before we uh, wrap it up today?
0: BuddyC.org. Uh, you can get samples of the book and uh, more information there. And Reach out if I can be any help to you.
1: Right on, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks, my friend. Check us out at ThatSoberGuy.com. Connect with us on Instagram at That sober guy Podcast. Join us on Locals. We'd love to see you there. Don't forget to check out buddyc.org Powerless but not helpless The book uh, link Will be in the show notes Love you guys, thanks for tuning in again Hope something spoke to you today Peace, love and respect and keep your blood clean